Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Words of Art podcast. I'm your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me today is Carissa Carbon. Carmen. Carmen, yep. <laughs> I am so sorry. I wasn't sure how to pronounce your last name. But um, either way, thank you for joining me today, Carissa. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So, Carissa, if you could divulge to my audience whatever you would like to divulge to give them the inside scoop into who you are a bit that would be great sure absolutely um yeah thank you so much for having me i'm very thrilled to be here as dion said my name is carissa carbon and I am a leadership coach and I work primarily with corporate leaders to help them achieve career mastery through impact and fulfillment. I didn't always know that I wanted to be here though. Um, As a kid, I grew up, I moved around a lot, was raised by a single parent and always wanted to belong, always wanted that white picket fence ideal, if you will. I thought getting married, having kids, having that white picket fence was the key to unlocking happiness. I thought that was the path to fulfillment. And so I did all of those things, Uh, went to school, got my degree, got married right about three weeks after I graduated college. Um, And, you know, honestly, after I had checked a lot of those boxes, I started to realize that that maybe wasn't the path for me. And so early in my 20s, after getting married, I started to question my path. I started to question if I was even ready to be married, let alone if this person was my partner that I should be with for the rest of my life. And we started having 
all kinds of issues. We started seeing couples counselors and it looked like things weren't going as well as I had planned or as well as I wanted them to. And that led to uh, me actually making the decision to get a divorce in my mid twenties. And it's so funny when people heard that right after I got divorced and I said, you know, I'm divorced, they'd say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I said, you know, I'm not, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And that may sound a little strange, right? You know, you hear someone who got a divorce and saying it's the best thing that happened to them. But for me, it was truly a wake up call. And that's something that I'm really passionate about sharing, not only with my clients, with anyone who will listen really, but for me, what ignited this path towards fulfillment, towards me going after my dreams was having that experience in my early twenties and realizing, you know what? It's really not about me checking all of these boxes. It's not about meeting other people's expectations, whether that's my family, my friends, my job at the time, you know, it's really about listening to my own inner voice. And I think that's something that I has just been such a game changer for me in my life. And so I left my first marriage about a year later, I actually left a PhD program. I started working at a large tech company and as I've been on this journey to kind of figure out who I want to be and what I want to be when I grow up, I had a lot of different experiences. I've been in different roles. I've tried different things. I've worked with different people. And it's been a very interesting journey of following my curiosities and my passions and listening to that inner voice. And I'm happy to say that now I feel very excited about the career path I'm on. I've gotten remarried. I'm incredibly happy with my husband. We've got two dogs and we live outside Denver, Colorado, up in the mountains. So by listening to that inner voice and following those steps that weren't always easy, I have definitely ended up somewhere that I am much happier and more fulfilled and more excited to live every day of my life. Wow. And I truly admire you for veering off the path that um, many people opt not to do. Um, we like to be in this bubble with a set plan, um, go through high school, graduate high school, go to college, get a job or five jobs or however that works. <laughs> um, so um, I truly commend you for um, just um, I'm sure there's a phrase off the top of my head on um, gone with the wind or something, so to speak. Um, I usually say blazing my own trail. I chose to blaze my own trail. Yes. Um, yeah. Many people don't blaze their own trail. Um, there's been um, my path um, certainly hasn't been an easy one. Um, my mindset was to, well, I'll just give you a little background into me. Yeah. Um, I thought my purpose and our calling, um, which really um, initiated in 2011 when I realized, hey, there's nothing wrong with me and um, God does have a calling for my life. Um, it just took me a little while to realize it. Um, I thought I was meant to be a youth pastor. Um, mm -hmm. That's what I thought my initial purpose was. Um, I, you know, went through high school and went to a Bible college when I graduated from high school. 
um, did two semesters and then it didn't work out. So I came straight home. Like, okay, <laughs> what's my path gonna be now since I couldn't make it in Bible college? Um, Cause I thought when it comes to your path and your purpose, it's set in stone. It doesn't change, it doesn't evolve. Like that's not possible, but um, I'm currently in my twenties as well, as I've come to realize um, your purpose and your path can change whether you like it or not. And in my case, um, that um, particular change led me to what I'm currently studying now, which is graphic design. Um, I love technology. I'm like a tech person in my house. I'm very creative and spiritual and all those little bumps and bruises along the way led me to something that I'm quite passionate about and can actually serve a profound purpose in my opinion. Um, I'm also a poet so I, my dad and I were discussing this a couple of days ago how I'm sure there's a way to incorporate my poetry and my graphics together to be some type of graphic poet or something mm. if that <laughs> makes sense so um but if you would have asked me like 2011 2021 eight or so years ago that hey you're gonna be a gra in graphic design and be immersed in computers I thought I would have thought that was silly like no I want to be a youth pastor but um, you can have gifts and talents and still find another use for them. You don't actually have to be in a leadership-like role or capacity in order to help people. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, lo I love that. Thank you for, for sharing that part of your story. And I'm totally with you. I think that as a kid, I think we're taught, right? Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? As if there's like one thing, there's one answer and instead, I really think it's important to nurture those curiosities, right? Maybe our calling changes, maybe our path changes. We have these experiences that we could never have anticipated when we were growing up. And <clears throat> I think what's really sad is when we put pressure on ourselves or we put the blame on ourselves to say, oh, it's my fault. I didn't have it figured out at age 10 or 12 or 18 or 35, right? Whatever it is, it's not, in my opinion, it's not about choosing quote unquote, the right path, right? I think it's really about learning to listen to our heart, learning to listen to what is out there. How can we go have an impact? It may look different than every single other person on the planet, but I, for one, am so excited to see what poetry graphic design is. I think you can be <laughs> the cutting edge of that and create something that's never existed in this world. And I think that we tend to be conditioned as we're growing up to think there's a right way and a wrong way to live your life. And I think that's been my most important lesson is that it's not the right way, it's my way. And everyone has their own path to follow, their own lessons to learn, and their own impacts to have on the world. Absolutely. And um, if I hadn't um, not been so successful in Bible college, um, it wouldn't have probably led to this awesome podcast and me using more of my creative talents to further reach other people and to have this conversation with you and that it's and I'm probably like contradicting myself but it's okay not to have a plan yeah. 
it's okay to just explore different avenues and outlets. Um, people opt for education. People opt for traveling the world. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with whatever any path or choice you take. You do have to prepare for the consequences that come with it. <laughs> That's inevitable, but every decision or choice is going to shape you and nurture you and help form you into the person you are meant to be. Um, you decided to leave your marriage and a PhD, all like non-things to do. <laughs> um, in the typical um, fashion, but um, being normal in the grand scheme of things is overrated. We're called to be different. We're called to veer off the path. We're not supposed to be put into a box. Um, I did like a podcast episode a while back about how you need to stay out of the box. You need to think outside of the box and that don't be caged down. Be free, wild, expressive because that's who we are as humans. We can't be snails just traggling along. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think it's so important. And I think what's interesting about your comment too is, you know, it's not just about us being who we are for the sake of it. That's certainly a benefit, right? I'm absolutely happier and more fulfilled in my life because I chose to follow my path and to listen to that inner voice. But I also think oftentimes we limit ourselves because we're afraid. We're afraid. What will people think? What will they say? It is veering off the path. This isn't necessarily what is expected or what everyone else is doing. And oftentimes we can let that fear limit us or put us in our own boxes, right? To keep us stuck or to keep us on that predictable path. And what I think is it is our duty, it is our responsibility to listen to that inner voice and be as weird and unique as and original as possible because that is how we can serve. That is how we can have an impact on the people around us. Absolutely. Man, I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, but I do want to get to my icebreaker question, which I sure. think you're going to, I'm looking forward to hearing your answer to it. <laughs> considering our conversation um if you had to come up with a title or a chapter for where your life is at right now veering off the path no fences just wild and free what would the title for where your life is at right now what would it be or a chapter hmm. Well, Michelle Obama stole my first answer. I was going to say becoming, but since she has stolen that, she didn't ask me permission, but I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, I would say if not becoming, I would say wholehearted living. Okay. Wholehearted living. Okay. So just living your truth, no matter where it may lead you pretty much. Yeah, I think, I think to me, what wholehearted living means is learning to listen to that voice, learning to step into my full authentic power and continuing to unlearn the garbage uh, that I've learned growing up, the trauma of my past, right? I think that we all have 
some form of trauma when we're growing up. It may vary from person to person and how we handle it, how we use that to propel us forward will vary from every single person. But I think for me, it's not letting the fears and the hurt of my past hold me back, not letting my fear of what other people will think hold me back. And instead learning to live not only authentically, because I think that's something that gets thrown around a lot, right? Oh, be authentic, authenticity. I think for me though, what's so important is to not only be authentic in how I show up, but to be fully authentic. And what I mean by that, just to give you an example is I tend to be a very silly, fun, loving person. I love to make jokes. I love to laugh. If I've made another person laugh, my day is so much better. And especially at work, I learned for years not to express that part of who I am. I learned, uh, I was conditioned into this way of being of, you have to be serious to be taken seriously. If I wanted to go anywhere, if I wanted to make it in my career, then I had to be buttoned up and I had to be really serious. And that's just not who I am. I can be serious. Of course I can be earnest. We all can, but a huge part of my gift and the value that I can bring into this world is laughter, is joy, is enthusiasm. And so for me, it's not just, I want to be authentic. I want to be fully authentic and I want to live and lead with my heart first, not the fears and the stories that I've told myself. Awesome. And I completely agree with you about being fully authentic. Just to give you a little more insight into me if I haven't done so already. Um, For the longest time, um, I mentioned I'm a poet. Um, I didn't share my poetry um, with anyone. Um, I started writing like 2010. It even, the first poem I wrote got published. Just a little weird self-plug there in itself. But um, I didn't share it for a long time, 2010 to probably 11th or 12th grade. Um, (laughs) Man, that's such a long time ago. But anyhow, I didn't share it because my poetry was so different from my personality. It was so unbelievably shocking. Um, Mm. I'm sure my family's tongues fell out with how shocking my poetry was because it's so different from my personality. But it's my gift and um it wasn't until almost it was around 2019 2018 post pandemic (laughs) that I broke out of that shell and decided to do spoken word videos like this gift is a part of me it's who I am God blessed me with it why should I hide it yeah. So I just got rid of that fear. Who cares what anybody says? It's a part of me. I have a way with words. And of course, that led me to this whole mantra when I got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, more insight into me, I guess. But God just basically me calling me to be a warrior for change through the power of my words. And that involves poetry, graphics, launching this podcast a year yeah. ago. Yeah. So I, I shouldn't hide who I am or any part of who I am, regardless of what anyone may think. So as far as being fully authentic, I fully agree with you. And it's, I mean, it's who I am. So I shouldn't hide that. So yeah, I totally agree. And I think 
what's so funny is what I've learned when I stop fearing what other people will think or thinking they're going to be judgmental or critical what I actually do when I'm fully authentic is I build bridges of connection I show other people it's okay to be themselves and oftentimes I'll have someone come up to me and they'll say thank you so much for speaking out for saying that I was afraid to say something and I'm so glad you did or oh my gosh, you're really weird too. I didn't know that. I'm really weird. Let's be weird together. And I've made so many friendships by being that fully authentic version of myself. So I'm really curious, Dion, can I put you on the spot just a little bit? Yes. Do you have a poem handy that you could share? Uh, I have to, yes. I have to my notes. Unplanned, unscripted. Yes, that's the whole purpose of my podcast, unscripted. So let me find a poem. Um, I'll pick this one because it just pulled up. It's kind of depressing, but I'll share it. Why not? Um, The misdirection of my life places my heart into a dissension of a black hole as my body deteriorates, leaving my very existence to fade into obscurity. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. What does that poem mean to you? Um, it's a little bit tied into um, where my body was at um, before I got diagnosed with diabetes. Mm. Um, I was basically a skeleton or maybe... I think it had something to do with my diabetes. I'm not quite sure because I've written a lot of poems, but it may have tied into that because I was basically a skeleton, broken. Um, I know as females, we're not really supposed to talk about our weight, but um, I'm me, so I'm just going to be authentic and own it. Um, I'm used to weighing about 126 pounds or so. Um, I was about 80 pounds, probably even less. Um I was in that bad of a condition and my body could have turned into dust at any given moment. Um, I had no idea what the answer was. If there was a silver lining, I'm the most bubbly person on the planet. I see the silver lining to everything. I saw no silver lining to this. Like I was a shadow, a black, cold shadow. There was no smiles whatsoever. Um, so I guess in a sense, as far as my body fading into obscurity, that's a real symbiotic um, way of where my body was at, because I, I could have died, um, as saddening as that sounds, it's the truth, but I didn't die. Um, my <laughs> path wasn't over quite yet. Um, I thought it could have been, but it wasn't. Um, It was through my diagnosis that God gave my life more purpose. He took my purpose and my journey into a completely different direction than I anticipated and basically called me to be more vocal, be a warrior for change. And that inevitably led to me launching this podcast. So um, all my gifts and everything I possess has really birthed this podcast into what it is right now. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for going along, letting me put you on the spot. That was incredible. I'm so grateful that you shared. You're absolutely right. You have a beautiful way with words. And 
that poem really spoke to me because I was also this earlier this year, I, I went through a cycle of depression for the first time in my life. I've never been depressed, always tried to empathize, but always just kind of thought, you know, just try a little harder, just take action, right? Just pull yourself up and really learned this year that it's not always that easy, right? And so I, that poem really resonated with me and I heard a lot of my own feelings being expressed in your poem. So I think that just makes me feel even more connected. I got goosebumps, I got chills <laughs> as you are reading it um, because I felt like I was in a really dark place. And so to come out of that darkness and be on the other side of it and to see that you get to use your voice to help other people. You've already helped me. So that's one, um, but I'm sure you're impacting so many incredible people. So thanks for sharing that. Of course, no problem. It's rare that my guests call me out. But <laughs> <laughs> again, that's the joys of my podcast. It, it's random. It's unscripted. If you guys want me to share a thousand poems, I'll do it. That's just how my podcast works. So um, <laughs> speaking of my icebreaker question, which does tie in to what we were just discussing pretty much, I kind of gave it away, but um, basically the chapter entitled as to where my life is at right now is basically being a warrior for change. Mm. Um, I've undergone a lot in my life. <laughs> And you've only gotten a small tidbit of it, but I might as well go full circle, transparent and all because I am me. Um, I mentioned how I'm good with words. Um, and that I got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic. Not an ideal time to be diagnosed with anything while this virus is around. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. But um, I saw it as a blessing, as I mentioned. Um, many of my family members did not take kindly to this news. And because I had undergone a lot growing up and this is where the mic drop moment occurs. Um, for the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. So as far <laughs> as using my voice and helping others use their voices, um, it's pretty symbiotic in a way that I launch a podcast that is so broad for speaking and <laughs> I'm not known for speaking abilities and my upbringing and all the ramifications that happen because of my health derailments just really shows the true heart of who I am and why it's important for me to shed light on everyone's stories so absolutely oh my gosh that's an incredible story and you're, I mean, I can just say you're such a beacon of hope as well. Like, think about it. If you weren't sharing your story, if you weren't using your voice, think of how many people out there who would think that they were alone, who would think, I can't do it. There's no way. I don't have the right background. I didn't go to the right school. Whatever excuse, right, is coming up for people. When you share a story that's so powerful and so incredible and everything you've overcome in your life, it makes me think, I can do that too. If she can do it, I can do it. And so what an incredible message of hope. Thank you. And it really wasn't until I got immersed into the podcasting world that I really understood the full depth of my own story. Um, what I just shared with you, I never really made it a co topic of conversation, like sure. ever, even though it's like, 
how I came to be pretty much. Um, it wasn't until I was on another podcast called Unmute Your Mic um, with um, the host is Jessica Bell. She's an incredible podcaster. And she was like, it, I was explaining how I got into podcasting a bit about my personality. And I just took it upon myself to just go full transparent and expose my vulnerability to millions of her viewers and just share this fundamental part of my story because my podcast is called Words of Heart. I'm not known for my speaking abilities and my story definitely um, comes full circle as far as my upbringing. Hey, I couldn't hear her talk for the first two years of my life. And now I'm speaking as louder and as bolder and as vulnerable as humanly possible and helping others whose voices may be silent have the opportunity to share their voice. So it wasn't really until I got into podcasting that I understood the real depths of my own personal story and that I should share it and I shouldn't hide it because it's important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I would just offer, when you say you're not known for your speaking ability, how about it's, I'm not yet known for my speaking ability because I, I think it's only a matter of time here. Well, yeah, I perhaps need to stop saying that because I've been, I launched this podcast a year ago next yeah. week. So I'm definitely more vocal and known for vocal capacities um, more <laughs> now in the short year. So um, I probably need to stop saying that I'm not known for being vocal. You didn't used to be known for being vocal. Yeah. And look at how you've changed. That's amazing. Absolutely. So on to the, I have to get back to the icebreaker game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost it, it, I have to go back to my notes. I messed you up. That was my fault for uh, <laughs> requesting a live poem. It's fine. I'm a poet. I need to share it. It's what I do. Okay. So since we're talking about words and the awesome capacity of them, my icebreaker game is called Song Association. Hmm. Um, you don't have to be an avid singer. I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> but pretty much how the game works is I give you a word. You could say it, sing it, rap it, tell a joke about it. I don't think the joke would actually work in this case. <laughs> but either way, I give you the word and you have to either say the song title or the lyrics pertaining to that word. Okay, but I'm making it up. Or am I thinking of a song that I've already heard before? you you wouldn't be making it up in this case you'll have okay. to of an actual song okay um but here's the catch though you don't have the luxury of time time is not a factor here you have 15 seconds to say from the second i give you the word to either say the word pertaining to a song title or in the lyrics so that's okay. the only catch here but it should okay. be fun. <laughs> so I just need to get my timer. All right. So the first word is hearts. I'm so bad with music. So I will. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> that works. That works. And you did it before the timer went out. <laughs> Luckily, I know that song, 
so <laughs> I'm sure it would have worked if I didn't know it, but I know that's the actual song. So okie dokie, on to the next one. The next one might be difficult, but I feel like you can do it. Might be making up song titles here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next word is words. Words. So tough. I'm so bad. All song lyrics have escaped from my head in this moment. Um, well, if it helps, the last guest couldn't nail this <laughs> one either. Um, just to give you a further insight into some of everyone's answers, um, sure. previous interviews, um, people opted for the song More Than Words by The Extreme. Okay. Um, I know I'm familiar with that song. I don't have the extreme version. I have a different cover of the song. Um, as far as heart goes, which you can't really nail down either. Um, there's, oh wait, you did nail it. Twirl Clips of the Heart. Okay, my bad. So you did get one. You I did get one. one. I got one. <laughs> okay, so the next one, I've changed this last word at least two times. <laughs> so I feel like I need to change the word again, but I feel like you can do it. Okay. So the last word is change. Ch -ch 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 changes. <laughs> and that's the most uh, musical ability you'll get out of me. <laughs> so well and nobody can think of a song with the word change and you nailed it you nailed it you nailed all of it well you nailed two out of three two out of three i'll take it yay see it's such a fun game and you're probably gonna google search some more after this like everybody else opted to <laughs> Ah, well, we can keep talking about songs and thinking outside of the box, and I can share more poetry. However, we're at the end of this awesome conversation, unfortunately. Do you have any social links to share with my audience before we wrap up here? Absolutely. I am very easy to get in touch with. My name is Carissa Carbon. The spelling is a little challenging, but once you have the spelling nailed, my website is carissacarbon.com. I'm on Instagram at Carissa Carbon. I'm on LinkedIn, Carissa Carbon. You name it. I'm very easy to find. I would love to hear from you if anything resonated, if you have questions, comments. I really love to engage in new conversations and connect with new people. So please feel free to reach out. Awesome. Thank you for joining me today, Carissa. This was an amazing conversation. Thanks for having me. This, this was incredible. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. So thank you so much for your time. No problem. To all my listeners, um, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, if you want to subscribe, send it to the moon. Here are the ways to do that. Um, I don't have connections to NASA, so you can't send it to the moon, but here are the other ways you can send it. 
Um, we are on Facebook at the Words of Fire podcast. We are also on YouTube under the same name. And we're, you can find us on all your typical podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please don't hesitate to share, retweet, subscribe, follow. If you can send it to the moon, please let me know because that would be awesome if it reaches the far regions of the galaxy. However you choose to um, share this, please don't hesitate to do so or to let me know what your thoughts were pertaining to this episode or any episode for that matter. You can reach me on Instagram at heartwarrior25. You can also reach me on Twitter at heartwarrior24. Again, thank you for joining us. I am your host, Dion Sanchez. Thank you again for joining me, Carissa Car- Carbon. <laughs> oh, I got that right. Um, please don't be afraid to veer off your path and listen to your heart and not your mind. However you choose to do so, don't be afraid to. Um, possibilities are endless and the world is filled with opportunity. So just go after it and follow your dreams and your heart. And until next time. Bye.